Behind every bit of mom wisdom is a story. A story of a real mom and real kids just trying to love each other well. Whether you're cozied up on the couch with a mug of coffee, pulling out of car line and heading to work, or out for a walk, you're welcome to join us as we share stories and laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the I'm On Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the I'm On Podcast. I'm Abby with Susan, Megan, and Chloe. And today's story is mine. It's called, Should Kids Get a Mental Health Day? Now, I grew up with a mom who was a teacher, and she took attendance very, very seriously, mostly because she didn't want to have to miss work. And so if we didn't go to school, then she couldn't go to school. Um, I think she retired with like a bazillion sick days that she got to cash in. She just never took a day off. So my sister and I were like never absent. There's even a story in my family that my mom sent my sister to school with measles. (laughs) I don't know. It might be like an urban legend, but I have no memory of it, but that's the story. So we didn't get sick a lot. So it's not like she always sent us to like spread germs and everything with the exception of the measles. But I remember like being so jealous and like even bitter towards kids who got to randomly miss school. I just didn't like it. And I remember in high school one day being in whatever class and I was like, where's so-and-so today? And one of my other friends was like, oh, she, um, her mom took her to buy shoes for homecoming. And I was like, so like during the school day? <laughs> yeah. And so she gets to miss the whole day. Yeah. And I just was so frustrated by that because that would never in that would never happen in my world. And so I got I tend to get a little bit like judgy and self-righteous when it's probably actually jealousy that I'm feeling about it. Cause even now, when I see parents take their kids like on a vacation that are not part of the days that the school has given days off, I get really annoyed by that. And I'm not proud of it. But um, I guess I'm a rule follower. And sometimes I just take the rules too seriously. So now like if my kids ask, can we miss a day of school? Um, My reaction is always no, you're going. So at this point, they're in elementary. Um, They're only asking to miss a day because they want to sleep or because they just want to stay home and watch TV. But now there's this growing trend around the country, and there's 11 states and D.C., where they're allowing kids to take mental health days. And it's actually counted as an excused absence. And Megan, Virginia, it's Virginia and D.C. are both in that list. So you should prepare yourself to um, (laughs) take James to preschool or have James miss a day of preschool probably. For his mental health. Yes. At three. Well, he cannot miss any more days because he gets every physical illness. So he cannot afford to take a mental health day. Physical health days. (laughs) One of my friends told me that um, her son is in the other threes class at our preschool. And she told me that today he came home and they had made stress balls. I'm like, wait. How stressed could a three-year-old be? Like, what could they possibly be stressed about at this age? Wow. Do they know what that means? But I'm like, maybe that's where the mental health day comes into play. Like, they're already being told as three-year-olds that they're stressed and they need a stress ball. Yeah, yeah. That's That's, There might be some truth to that. So according to an article from the National Conference of State Legislators, it says... um, The CDC reported in 2019 that more than one in three high school students experienced persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness, and that was a 40% increase from 2009. Since the beginning of the pandemic, there have been even higher rates of anxiety, depression, and stress, and policymakers have just basically acknowledged this concern over student mental health, and they're saying this is now an excusable reason to be absent from school. Um, Now, before we start this conversation... 
I want to say and make it very clear that we recognize that our kids' mental health should be a priority for parents. And yes, kids absolutely can have adult-sized struggles and they should be taken seriously. So please don't think that we're whatever side of the argument we're on here that we don't agree with that and and believe that. Um, But I just kind of wanted to open the conversation, what you guys think about the idea of kids being able to get and take a mental health day. How do they define mental health day? Um, Well, according to um, Child Mind Institute, which is what this legislature article included, it's a day off from school to rest and recharge. It is an excused absence. They are not intended, they make it very clear, they're not intended to allow students to avoid completing an assignment or to neglect situations at school that make them feel uncomfortable. Okay, well, (laughs) is there... I am also a rule follower. Is there data on when these mental health days are being taken? <laughs> yes, actually. there. One state that reported numbers said that most of the days ended up falling uh, before a three-day weekend. Of course. Yeah. I guess yeah. my question is, kids only go to school 180 days a year, which is half the year. So are they not able to rest and relax on the days they have off? Mm -hmm. So what are they doing on Saturday and Sunday that's Mm -hmm. not recharging and renewing and all the other days they have off? Because 180 days is not a lot, right? It's half. Right. That was my mom's thing always was school is your job right now. Like we Mm -hmm. didn't have jobs growing up. And so I know that it's different for some kids who work a part-time job and go to school and and maybe do extracurriculars. It was always school's your job. And this is your main priority right now. You know, you go to church, you go to school, you participate in stuff we do as a family. And so kind of to your point, Susan, like that was the main thing that I had to do. So if it was a school day, Mm -hmm. I was going to school. It's your job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other thing I'm wondering, I thought they would say more in the law that, you know, of course, if someone is lonely or depressed, they're probably seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist or somebody that it is hard to get an appointment with on the weekend, of course. So they use that day, but they didn't even mention that. They use that day for appointments. Different states had different requirements. Illinois includes mental and behavioral health as an excused absence. And then students who use a second mental health day, they might be referred to somebody in the school who is like support personnel. So if they keep saying, I'm, I need mm-hmm. to take a mental health day, they're going to refer them to the guidance counselor. Yeah. And what does a mental health day entail? Mm-hmm. Because I I do understand that. I mean, I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I've had an eating disorder. I've battled it since I was seven. I know what it's like to go to school and struggle with, you know, a diagnosed mental illness. And I understand what that's like. Um, now, I didn't start therapy until I was in college, but I do remember going to really intense therapy sessions and then going to my Calm two class. And it is weird. It's a weird feeling mm-hmm. of like, oh, I just, you know, talked about things I've never talked about in my entire life. And now I have to listen to someone give a speech on, you know, what superpower they would have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Um, 
I mean, now as a working adult, I've had therapy sessions on my lunch break and then Mm -hmm. I have to get back into a meeting. It is, it's different for different people, but I'm curious um, for a mental health day for students, do they have, I hate saying this, but like, do they have to show proof they're going to a therapist? What's that like? Most of the states, you don't have to show proof. Um, Some of them you do. You have to have like a doctor's note, Um, but it is really, they say it's up to the individual families unless the state or school district outlines specific requirements. So I don't know. I think that that's part of, that was one of my first thoughts was what if you, what if you're a single mom or a single dad, you know, Uh, what if you have to work and you can't miss a day of work, you know, then do you let your child stay home alone if they really are struggling with something like if it's depression or something really heavy and not just a little bit of stress or whatever like do you want them to be home alone right because that's my other thought is um you know I I think what is considered a mental health day may vary from person to person but I know for what I struggle with if I'm you know sitting on the couch all day and isolating myself and not talking to people that I love that's going to make just my situation worse so like you said if a child is left unsupervised on a mental health day and they really need a break. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to do. Yeah. Well, especially I don't think scrolling Instagram or, no. you know, and they'll be TikTok, more stressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're missing classes. So you've makeup work. If you're older, that just gets, you know, mm, tough harder. to make up. Yeah. Megan, were you allowed to miss school? You can out your mom here. <laughs> what was the attendance role for you guys? Never. We were never allowed to miss school unless we had a fever or we were throwing up. I'm pretty sure that was the role, was it not? It was the role. Now, I will say, different from a mental health day, I did allow an occasional let's have fun hooky day. So uh, particularly with my youngest, sometimes getting time with him when he was really little, um, I'd say, why don't you stay home and we'll do this? I will also say priority to family vacations. We took vacations with Mark's, my husband's family, and different people have different school spring breaks right. and things. Yeah. And there were a couple times where for the good of the family, guess what? You have to miss some school because we're going to take this trip and you're going to miss a couple of days. But it's it's a priority thing. It's, it's explained and it's not a... I just want to stay home because, because I will say, especially younger children uh, sometimes develop fears about different things like test anxiety or some uncomfortable kid stuff going down, maybe not even bullying, but just pressure, tenseness, or a teacher they all of a sudden don't like or feels putting pressure on them. And they want to escape. And if they start using that as a crutch without you really analyzing now, what is it? Um, why are you wanting to stay home? Then you you can't escape either. Yeah. And so that can become a crutch mm-hmm. over time. What was um, the conversation that led to you deciding, okay, I'm going to let my kid miss school today and we're going to just do something together? You know, the, I only did it when they were really little. So to the, they when they started, they went to a private school and they had to start at four, which I was opposed to. I really didn't want them to start till five. You're saying age. Yes. Not time. Age four. Like, <laughs> age four. And in particular, my third, because I all three close in age, I didn't get a lot of time with him. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like uh, I would drop the girls off and I'd bring him back home and we'd finish decorating the Christmas tree oh. or we would do something fun just so I got time with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, I think I, I can't remember, Megan, if I ever did it with you for anything, but it was always something very special. 
It was for relationship. Mm. It wasn't just to watch TV or anything. Megan's smirking. She's like smirking. She's smirking. Megan, did I'm you ever get anything? No, no. My siblings did. And me being the oldest child, of course, no. no. Uh, you being the oldest child, though, she got a lot of attention. Oh, oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that if I look at my two kids, I... I think they would both benefit maybe from a hooky day. Now, I don't know if I would call it a mental health day because I think no. that that's just not the need for them. But the big one is a little bit more high strung and kind of anxious about stuff. And then the little one really could just use some time with me, like you right. said. So I think that I think that's great. I don't think I have the oh, what's the word? It's not courage, but I don't know if I can let go of my my rule following ways to pull them out for a day. But um I think that, you know, like you said, we just, how do you know that your child is not trying to take advantage of the word mental health? So this is funny because there's so much out there also about grit and uh, do our kids have enough grit to make it today? So there's this one group that's super competitive and fighting for academic or athletic or whatever it is, prowess. And then there's this other group that I feel like, okay, there is a balance. I asked a couple people this when we talked about this uh, article that's coming out on iMom. And one of the girls I asked said, well, I was an overachiever and I was really, really busy. And some days I just needed to relax. And to me, that would have been a sign then, well, if you had to do that, you were doing too much. Because again, you have Saturday and Sunday, you have all these holidays, you have the summer. So I think as a parent, there's this balance of is my child using this becoming dependent on this and needs to develop a little grit so for anxiety test anxiety that's a real thing Mm -hmm. Megan you had test anxiety I feel like most of my kids well Marky didn't but I, I think you and Emily had it you know just that oh I'm so nervous about this test well a child could use that as a, I have, I need a mental health day. I, I can't take this test. But then what's going to happen next time yeah, they have a mm-hmm. test? You have to learn behaviorally how to handle stress, not yeah evade it. I, oh gosh, my, I dated this guy all through my high school career and he cheated on me so much. And <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And you needed a mental health day from well, him? <laughs> th- that's honestly, I, that's what I wanted because I just, there was a season where, Every day I would show up to school and there would be new rumors and it was so embarrassing. And like, he was so good. He would get girls to lie for him. And it was, it was really, I mean, it was just really like mentally um, manipulative and everything. You deserve better than that. Well, she got better. She got got better. (laughs) But um, I do remember that feeling of like, I don't want to go to school, but that wasn't an option for me. And I will say um, as horrible as it was, and like, I had like, physical sickness because I was so anxious. I didn't know. I didn't know that was anxiety then, you know, Um, but showing up, being brave, facing the music, it taught me a lot. And I will say like, you know, obviously good ended up happening ended up ending things with him eventually because yeah, you learned that I you don't want to marry that kind so of person. I, I was glad that I did have to face that and I did have to go through, you know, just trials of some sort. And I, I think that was 
one of the most anxious I've been in my life. And I do remember um, my parents never let me skip school, but I do remember a couple of times they were like, you're not making plans this Friday night. You're going to stay home. Right, right. Um, I know you have a free night Friday, but you're going to use that time to stay home and mm-hmm. relax. That's think, great. Yeah. I think that that's one of my takeaways from the whole thing was like, if you are letting your child take a mental health day or your child says, I need a break from school, but then that weekend is still packed yeah. with practices and outings to this thing or whatever. I mean, if it's packed with things that are not helping them regain some better health Balance. mentally, yes, yeah. um, then then you're out of whack. You know, it's mm. not a ma- you can't skip school, but then do everything after school. Like that was always my parents' thing too. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be sick, then you you're missing are, practice. Yes, you're yep. missing everything else. <laughs> Um, so, you know, if for you, if um, Disney World is your kid's happy place and they can feel relaxed and stress-free, then okay, then go. But if that is just another example of run, 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 go, go, yeah. go, then that needs to not happen that weekend after right. they take their mental health day. Has anyone, I'd be curious to talk to an educator, I don't know, someone that, how they feel about it, you know? How, how they've seen it benefit or yeah. not, yeah. you know. Kids. Well, I think it's still pretty new. I mean, most of these states right. just started doing this within the past couple of years. So, I mean, I, I'm sure that kids were allowed before to have uh, an excused absence for, I mean, I don't even remember with high school and like excused versus unexcused absences. Like, did you have to bring a note? Is that how it works? Yeah. It's been so long. Yeah, I did. I did have to bring a note. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but not a doctor's note. You just had your parent called you an excuse. Yeah, your oh right, right, right. Your parents yeah. called it in. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And I think as a parent, you know, if your child like let's say drama going on, like right. you and your child's been crying till two a.m. with you, it, do you have to call that a mental health day? You say no. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you check in early. You can miss the first two periods. Yeah. I want you to mm-hmm. sleep in. I want you to rest. You can check in at ten o'clock instead of being there. And I, I think that that really is an example of like how do you know when you should push and say all right, we're going to stick this out. We're going to go to school on time. And when you should give them that grace, you know, I just, uh, that feels so gray to me. And I like black and white. I think some of it depends on what was it self-inflicted too. Mm, Like, is this a result of you making a bad choice? Then you need to go tough it out. Now, in the case of, is your child being bullying a lot or something like that? Well, that may be a chance to step in and say, do we need to move schools? Do we need to get you in a different classroom? How are we addressing the underlying reason for why you are so mentally distressed? Yeah, I think that um, I think my parents maybe pushed a little too hard, like because now even now I feel like some of the workaholism, you know, and it's like Mm -hmm. if you're if you're good, if you're a good student, if you're a good employee, you don't miss days. And it's like been a lot. And I think recent in recent history, we've been a little bit better about saying if you're sick, don't come to work. I don't think that was a thing. No. 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. it was like, no, you come to work and you work. Who cares about getting people sick? I, I say this all the time. Before COVID, I would come in with like a sinus infection. Like that's just selfish and rude. Like I was literally just walking around, potentially getting other people sick. And now since COVID, I feel like I'm way more aware of, oh, I'm not feeling well. I should probably, you know, work from, I mean, we have the work but from But now, now you can work from home. Yeah. So that's the difference too. If you, if you were constantly out, you only had so many days because, you know, yeah, companies and, need employees. And depending <laughs> on what industry you work in. Yeah. You know. I mean, it just instilled in me this idea that good 
people, students, employees, work, work, work. Mm. If you want to take a break or if you need to take a break, then that makes you less than the best. I think for our older kids and for us adults, one of the problems is we don't relax. We're always looking at our phones. We're always watching something. And that, that takes away that just peace, rest, silence that does rejuvenate. Mm -hmm. If only God had intended a special day called Sunday, the Sabbath. I think that, gosh, how much would families benefit from really prioritizing that rest on Sundays. Yeah. Well, it was there in creation. Listen to the Bible Book Club podcast (laughs) and we just finished Leviticus and you will know. One thing that got me kind of fired up was um, the reasons, according to the Child Mind Institute, the reasons that they thought kids should consider taking mental health day or that parents should allow it. One of the questions was, are they feeling overwhelmed? Okay. I mean, that's kind of debatable. You know, maybe they need help organizing their schoolwork. Maybe they need a talk with the teacher, you know. Um, Did something happen at school that was upsetting, like a fight with a friend or an embarrassing moment in class? Are they worried about their schoolwork? I was like, no, no, no. You still go to school. So they're saying these are questions you ask. These are valid reasons to stay home. Yes. And see, that's what I think. These are valid reasons to talk and to give them the behavioral, you know, tools they need to to address this. Yeah. Almost like the answer is, okay, rest, but you're not addressing, like you said before, you're not really addressing the real underlying issues. It is a Band-Aid. Yeah. This is the one that really got me though. Have they just finished a big difficult assignment? For example, a long paper or a big test that required a lot of studying. So it's like, if you just finished your science project, you get to take the next day off. I'm like, that is not how life works, (laughs) friends. But one one that I did agree with that I think is, is valid is, is there something happening at home that is adding to the stress at school? So if uh, grandma just died. Yeah. You know, I sometimes I think that that's an like, well, that's a bereavement day. Yeah. 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 And so there, there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Me. Was that, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't remember. Is there anything like that before? Was there anything like that before? Like bereavement? Excuse oh, yes. Before? yes. Okay. She, you're, you're excused. Okay. But like if grandma died and he takes the bereavement day, but then a week later or two weeks later, he's really struggling with grandma dying, then I think that this would then count as a mental health day. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It's like an extension of what was already being done yeah. in that area. Gosh, that's amazing, those other questions, though, because to me, those are not reasons to say yeah. You have to learn to manage your workflow and that pressure. Yeah. Well, yeah, because did something—I'm I'm not trying to sound insensitive, but— did something happen at school that was upsetting? Well, what about when you're in a meeting and something happens that's upsetting? Like, well, not only that, what happens yesterday? I had literally two screaming sick children. You can't just like be like, oh, I can't handle the stress and leave them. Yeah. You have to learn to deal with it. And like, there's going to be other situations in life, not just work or school where you have to learn to like deal with stress. So then this, is it that, and Chloe, correct me if I say anything here that is insensitive, but is it... That right now, mental health and those two words together are buzzwords, are to to be aware and to be sensitive about mental health is a good thing, especially now. Is it that we want to be so careful about that and it's so on trend for good reason that now we're allowing ourselves to give in to maybe things that aren't justified? I have a lot of thoughts on this. I think it is a pendulum swing of, as you mentioned, you know, maybe your parents were um, insensitive or even like disregarded mental health. I mean, 
like I said, the stuff I struggled with, I did not know what it was. And I had a, a really close friend of mine who had panic attacks in high school. And I didn't know what that was. She didn't know what that was. Now we know, you know, she was dealing with anxiety. But I think, you know, some of our parents now, we grew up in a generation where mental health was not regarded. It was not identified. And now we are being so sensitive to it that sometimes it can go, like I said, the pendulum swings Mm -hmm. maybe too far. Yeah. And I think a lot of moms probably have a fear that, they push their child and, no, you're fine. I know you're crying this morning, but you're really fine. And like this fear that maybe it's more yeah. than that. Um, and I feel like that comes from like a good place. I mean, you're wanting to not push your child too hard, but it's, I don't know. I, I've It is gut-wrenching. It. I've yeah. been there. You know, when they're standing there, they're so pitiful yeah. and you're just like, oh. Yeah. I mean, my younger son, just last night I was talking to a friend who teaches at their school and she's like, his attitude this year, when he walks into school, he's smiling. And she said, last year, I mean, I saw tears every day and it's the truth. He cried every single morning until probably February, like from August to February. We all have a mutual friend whose daughter would stand at the fence when she dropped her off and just wail, don't leave me. And she was not little. She was, Mm. you know, like 10, 11. Yeah. This was third grade last year that there was tears every morning. And so it is hard. But you just have to say, no, you got to go. And Mm -hmm. I tried to point out the good things like, okay, which friend are you going to talk to first today? Mm -hmm. And, you know, who's your buddy that is going to make you laugh or who can you make laugh? And I think what you're saying and what you said, Susan, like these questions, they are an indication to have conversations with your kids. Yes. Not to put the bandaid over it and you know, pull back from whatever's going on, but let's talk about it. I'll tell you, one of my kids has Addison's disease, which means you have no adrenal function. And so she had a lot of anxiety because she had to be on steroids. She had nothing. Your adrenal gland is what helps you handle stress. And I remember a counselor giving us these cards that were so simple. And I'm sure many guidance counselors have these, but it was just, you know, simple stuff like breathing, ways to talk to yourself, um, having that positive versus negative voice in your head, how to turn things around. It was all very basic behavioral management that, again, those kind of things are what kids need. Not staying home by themselves while their parents are at work watching TV or not staying home, not talking about it, escaping. Mm -hmm. If somebody has true anxiety, then they need that little toolbox to pull out. And they need to be coached while they're little to gain the confidence because little stresses when you're little, big stresses when you're big. If they don't learn how to manage their anxiety as a young child, it's going to be really tough. And then it's not just going to be mental problems they have. They're going to have academic problems. They're going to have ulcers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, you're absolutely right. And my a couple of years ago, my older son had like a, I think it must have been a COVID thing. Like he forgot his mask and he forgot his name tag. And I got a call from school that he was like inconsolable. It was not a big deal. Like they could give him a mask. They could give him, you know, the lanyard isn't that big of a deal, but he was just really in a bad place. And so the guidance counselor gave him a sheet that had all these different coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. and we cut them out and there's Velcro on the back and we move the one that he's going to try into the little square of like, this is what I'm going to do today. And it's little things like drawing a figure eight on your hand and you breathe in on the down and and out on Mm. the, you know, the swoop around on the eight. And, and in a lot of ways, I'm so glad that we experienced that because he has these tools now Mm -hmm. and he can, 
he can practice them, you know, now in fifth grade and on into high school. And when it was a small problem, it was mm-hmm. a missing lanyard. Right. Versus um, who knows what. Alice, our counselor, explained to me it's called general anxiety disorder. Yeah. I want. I thought it was GED, but it must be GED. Anyway, she said she explained it this way. She said. Everybody, she said, it's like the normal person gets three strikes. They can handle this much before they, you know, melt down or have a problem. She said, people with general anxiety only get one or two. Mm -hmm. So the scale just gets tipped. Mm -hmm. You know, they get afraid more or they have more. And she said, they just need those tools, like you said, like your son needs. All right. What do you think? Should kids get to take a mental health day from school? There's a link to uh, send us your answer and your thoughts in the show notes, along with articles Um, links to articles that we talked about. And in today's I'm on Minute, this article comes out. And so if you're not getting the I'm on Minute, make sure you subscribe. The link is right there in the notes too. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.